how are we doing the day? We're doing good. We're doing good because NBA playoffs have officially started. Correct. <laughs> games are over. No surprises. No major upsets about what uh, most people expected. I agree. Except I think Jay Smith. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why is he on my TV? God, sorry. Jazz Mavericks game's on, and fucking, geez, I, I can't stand Stephen A. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All yeah, right, he's on my TV too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Have he's like Skip Bayless, Bayless if Skip Bayless had a crack problem. Oh my god. Just the most outlandish, craziest shit. You don't have to be so animated to be a good like. You know, good TV personality. You don't have to be so overly animated. Like it's, it's. I, I can't. He's so unreal. I can't deal with it. I can't hey, deal with he's it. He's a Steelers fan, so you know he has my heart. <laughs> As, and he hates the Cowboys. I like that's why I agree with some of his points, and he's not wrong. Yeah. It's just the way he does it. I'm like, that's too much, man. That's too animated. Like you might as well put on a fucking big red clown nose and paint your face. You're gonna go out there and act like that. Hey, that's why people like him, though, is because he's so, like, out. Well, they have ADD and can't pay attention to somebody actually going on a true hot hot take. Yeah, they're probably people not listening to our podcast, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah um, I would say. All right, so where do we want to go into this? Eastern Conference or Western Conference? I, I say we start in the East, man. I'm starting the East? I the say least. we start in the East, 100%. The East least? The East the least. All right. Yes, sir. Um, well, actually, first, I like to. I want to hear what you said about the playing games again because you were talking earlier about it. All right, so it's a good thing they weren't serious because if the playing games were serious, these wild card teams, like I'm going to call them that instead of yeah, playing teams. Perfect. Yeah, that's fine. These wild card teams would be screwed on stamina and endurance, but they've only had two games, right, to get into these seats. Mm-hmm. But it's been back to back. They haven't had a day off. So here's my question. Are these wild card teams that haven't had a day off have two games in the entire time seat one through six have been resting? Do they have the chemistry going on more? Are they in rhythm with each other, with their team, their their scheme? Are they do they have the advantage or disadvantage? Or does it not matter because they're facing one and two? You know what I mean? So like they're facing the big boys. They're not facing three through six. They're facing one and two. All these playing. The yeah. Game. And that brings me to my point. I say they do have the advantage, but I don't think it really matters in the long run because they're playing against such a powerhouse team that but it's not going to make much of a freaking What was difference. that you said earlier? You did not think the Timberwolves would be having the lead where they at halftime now? Oh, you mean uh, the Mavericks? The Mavericks. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, so the right now while we're recording that this episode, the game had already started, like the Mavericks versus um, the Jazz. Um, which is a four seed versus a five seed. I, I do think the Mavericks are a slightly better team than the Jazz. I think the seeding is correct there, but the Mavs are playing without their best player, their superstar, Luka Doncic. And we don't know if Doncic is even going to be back for game two. He might not even be back for game two. So mm-hmm. I was just shocked that the Jazz weren't putting them, you know, putting them under here in game one because of the fact that their offense usually runs through Luka and they don't have Luka. So I was just. Well, they're playing in Dallas, right? Uh, Dallas would be the home team, yes. Yeah, okay. That might be it. Might just be a little bit home because that's back now. COVID's over. Home field, yeah. home, home, home field advantage is a real thing now. Yeah. Yep, it's back. It's, no more bubble astridge. Yeah. Yep. Right, so you wanted to start in the 
East least. Yeah, I mean, uh, since that, yeah, we got that play in, you know, kind of theory that you had out of the way because, you know, I, I said that I don't think. Uh, I you think, think they're hot. Does, you think they're hot. Yeah, I think it gives them an advantage being uh, the fact that they weren't sitting cold for the last few days while the playing games were going on. I think for teams that have, like, multiple pieces, like, if it, like, for instance, the Pelicans, right? Um, yeah. If Zion was playing, he's not going to play. So this is very, this is like a perfect example of what if, right? Uh huh. So what if Zion was playing, the Pelicans were in a playing game, and Zion carried them. Like Zion put up 30, 40 points just to win them that game. I think his stamina would be a problem. Versus, yeah, say, a team like Brooklyn. If Simmons was playing, if Simmons was playing in the playing games with KD and uh, God, who's the third? God, who's the oh, third? Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie. Yeah, with Kyrie and KD, and if Simmons was in, they could share the load and still be good and keep chemistry. You know what I mean? It also depends on how you win those playing games. You know, if you're one a one star team and that one star carries you. To the dub with thirty a thirty forty point game, that's gonna hurt you going into the real. But if like you know, it's a balance like you know three people are getting like nineteen twenty versus someone having to get thirty forty. You know what I mean? Yeah, Does that makes sense. Yeah. Then it also what, is the Grizzlies the best defense in the NBA this year, right? They're up there. Yeah, I think I think that's what they say. Is the Grizzlies are the best defense? So. Well, here the, the reason the problem with the reason why your theory is is just that, and it's just like kind of like a what if scenario. Yeah. There aren't that many notable players that are going to be coming back from an injury in the middle of the playoffs. Well, I mean, I'm just talking about like a one star team. <laughs> you know, it depends on how you win those playing games. You know. Yeah, well, I mean, I agree with the Zion and Simmons part, but that's just because they're injured. I feel like being a professional athlete, being an NBA player, they are qualified to play back-to-back games. And playing the playing game just keeps them in the same rhythm they were in during the season where they get a day or two off okay. and then they play the next game and then they get another day off, play another game. You know, so you, I mean? it's you, not like you expect, if, if they're young at least, yeah, to be able to handle, not, yeah. like, all right, you got to put up 40 points three games in a row within yeah. a six-day period. No, no excuses, fucking do it, produce. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think so. You're awfully demanding. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I just expect my stars to be stars. If no, well, the only run. person that could do that was MJ. And... <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean, like that one, uh, whenever the COVID hit and we were watching the, the bubble games, the kind of performances that uh, Doncic was putting on and uh, Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray. I mean, those guys were going out there doing it every day. Yeah. Trey Young, I mean, dude, like, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I I had to work too early. I couldn't watch that game last night. I don't know if Trey carried us. To, yeah, they, uh, the stat lines showed that he did. He I didn't did. get to watch it either, but the stats showed that he did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he got, like, I don't know. I thought I saw 38 points and, like, 13 assists or something crazy. I don't Ooh, know. Was, yeah. yeah, I don't know for so sure. He, but. He, he might be hurting today. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was something crazy, though. I Don't quote me on that. 38 yeah. and 13 I mean, I don't know that. at what point, because supposedly someone said that one of the other players fell on Capella, and that's why he's injured. Oh, no. So I don't know what quarter that happened or what, you know, but we'll see. All right, so with saying that, you want to go into game one? Or do you want to uh, go in the one 
the one for later uh, for tomorrow, right? Today's the fifteenth, right? No, for the one later tonight, the Sixers game tonight. Oh, are we just. I think we should just go series by series. Series here. by series, like okay. do a little bit of like a preview. Because that's the only East that's happening today, and there's three out of four of the West happening today. Oh, I just realized that. Yeah. So one... Yeah, because the Grizzlies-Timberwolves should be a good game. And then, so it's Suns-Pelicans late tonight? I'm saying Grizzlies-Timberwolves is probably going to be the best series. Or is it Warriors-Nuggets? What, what game's after the Sixers game? Uh, hold up. Uh, let me pull up my YouTube TV, the sponsor of the NBA Finals this year. <laughs> Live. Uh, Minnesota at St. Louis. Come on, go further down. What the hell is the New Jersey Journals versus the Birmingham? Oh, that's that um, that uh, football league, right? Oh yeah, that NT. Yeah, that, yeah. No, I don't forget what it's called. USFL. Uh, Denver Nuggets at Golden State's at eight thirty tonight. Eastern that's what time. it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's Mavs guys going on right now, and then by the time this episode gets out, the uh, the next game will have probably started, which would be the uh, the Grizzlies versus the Timberwolves, and then the Sixers and Raptors play, and then uh, Golden State and the Nuggets. Then we'll play after that. Yeah. So. so it's ESPN for Sixers, ESPN for Dallas, Utah, ABC mm-hmm. for Golden State and Denver, and ESPN for Memphis. Right. The first yeah. three are on ESPN. Yep. Exactly. So if you guys are trying to watch that, if you do end up listening to this podcast the same day it gets released, well, we appreciate it. Definitely check out those games. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so um, that that pretty much is our kind of like intro, I guess. Now we can get into the meat and potatoes of the episode since we just kind of rambled for 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> huh, huh, huh. Uh, we got yeah. to do a little bit of foreplay. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the next thing, okay, let's let's just start with the first one on my list. Um, the first series that I want to kind of review or preview is the Celtics and the Nets. Celtics and Nets. Yeah, so it's a two of seven. Series. Honestly, um, Celtics that's a, are two. That's a bad matchup for the Celtics. I think it is. No, it is, and that's what I was gonna say. Is it's a really bad matchup for the Celtics because you wouldn't expect a team as powerful as Brooklyn to be coming in as a seven seed having to play them in the first round. Like, I mean, Brooklyn puts up more points a game by, like, a whole point. The Celtics get more rebounds, and they are basically even on assist on okay. average here. They both are good ball movement teams. But my the Celtics have had the same team all year, so they have that year-long chemistry and trust with each other. Well, but, except their starting center got hurt. Oh, uh, yeah. I believe. Yeah, but Well, still. actually, can we talk about injuries first before we get into the rest of the stuff? Like, uh, we'll do them by series. Talking about R. Williams the third, yeah, mid May knee. So if they survive to mid May, he'll be back. So that's that's that next man up. It's Dude, not- that's not, yeah, that's not gonna happen. So yeah, he's he's done for the year. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Oh please, I don't think the, the finals aren't until what mid-May. early June. I don't. I honestly don't know how it lines up. It usually takes a month and a half for everything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they're they're uh. In Stauk, how the hell do you say that? S T A U S K A S. What now? S T A U S K A S. Oh, St- Nick Stauskas. Yeah, he, he's out guy. indefinitely since April 10th. Yeah, I like Stauskas. He, yeah, I liked him in college. Yeah, so that, that that's hurting the Celtics, of course. Um, 
number what? What's what's his number? The one he he who shall not be named. Oh, 25? Yeah, number 25, <laughs> according to you. Um, the BS. BBS. Uh, yeah, the BBS <laughs> is still out till for his back. And Jay Harris, out for season ankle since March 3rd. So, they're used to that. So, April 10th was the, the – how the hell did you say that dude's name? Stauskas. Stauskas. So there, that's a fresh loss there. So Celtics might be hurting there. Well, the center... I think he's a player off the bench, though. Like, they yeah, he doesn't get a lot of minutes. I mean, he's good enough to. But like you said, you he... like him though. I like him, but like I, if he doesn't play enough. Like, and their the backcourt's kind of. The center's up. been out since March thirty first. So he's the uh, the center. Or Williams, oh, the third. Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was a big storyline yeah. coming into the playoffs. And he'll he'll be back if they make the finals or the or the uh, West West uh, Western Conference Championship. So I th- I think that that'll do good as far as the next man up mentality off the bench. You know what I mean? I wonder who their starting center is now. I haven't really watched a lot. of I stuff think it'll just be before. by rotation, probably. Yeah, just off the bench. I forget who else they even have. Uh, <laughs> the team you hate, court. <laughs> bro. Um, I don't know if I could root for the root for the Nets though, even though it is Boston. The, I yeah, Loki. I I mean, the problem is I don't want to play Boston or Brooklyn, being a Sixers fan. So I don't know which one's the better. Two it's just the it's the uh, two evils. It's uh, two evils. I mean, it's. Uh... Yeah. We just hope every single player on both teams get ejected and banned from the NBA for two months. Can, uh, so, can I tell you something cool that What's I just that? saw? What's that? So, did you know that the Celtics had the East's best point differential with a plus 7.3 points? Oh, so they play good defense. Well, I, I just think that their point differential is number one. I don't know if that necessarily means that they make Celtics, play good said? defense. Yeah, or if they just play better offense. Yeah, it's point. defense because their average points per game is 111.8, okay. and the Nets' average is 112.9. Okay, so they're just good on defense, mm-hmm. which is, is, is pretty typical for Celtics. That or they, they two-clock maybe. Uh... Well, here's the other fun fact is that their expected wins uh, would actually be – higher than their actual wins so the celtics actually went 51 and 31 uh-huh. but based on their point differential and um expected uh wins the team was supposed to be 62 and six or 62 and 20 oh. so like that's something to take into consideration choke and, but so statistically the celtics are the the strongest team in the east and they had 18 wins by 20 points or more but they struggled in close games. So they blew opponents out, but then they struggled in close games. So in close games, they went 13 and 22. Oh my gosh. Mm. In games that were within five points in the last five minutes, Jason Tatum shot two for 25 on clutch three pointers. That's their best player, too. That's the worst mark. What, t- among Tatum? 70. Yeah, and that's the worst mark among 74 players who attempted at least 15. So, like, Jason Tatum could not make clutch shots for them. Dude. Wow. So, like, statistically, they were the best team. But it's, uh, if you look at the, like, the very team read between the lines, dude, they're actually, like, in trouble. Yeah. Like, in trouble. So, you think that's bad coaching or good coaching? I I think bad coaching. Bad honestly. coaching. You're saying their personnel is too good to be doing that. 
So what? Well, here's what. I, here's my theory. So the Celtics, yeah, they can win blowout games, but when the games are close, which playoff games typically are, uh-huh. they can't come through. Now, here's the here's the here's the the flip side of that. The Nets were twenty two and twenty in clutch games, and they were playing without Kyrie in some of those games. Uh. So like, I'm thinking the fact that. The Nets win close games and Boston doesn't. Boston has to hope to blow these. Yeah, but the thing is, like, like, like you're talking about the point differential. That means they play good defense. And what is it about James Harden? They blow teams out and then they close games, they lose and averages out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they won 18 games by 20 points or more, Mm. tied for the league lead. But then they only won 13 of 35 games that were within like five points in the last five minutes. Only the Indiana Pacers were worse at that. How do you see Harden matching up against them? Against the Celtics? Yeah. I don't even want to think about that kind of thing yet. I, okay. I'm scared of the Celtics being a Sixers fan, getting knocked from by out of the playoffs by them on occasion. Oh, don't I just, worry. Toronto will I, help you out this year. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just doing like the Philadelphia Inquirer, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm doing that reverse psychology, yo. Yo, the like straight up this Philadelphia news article is just telling Cody about it. They straight up said that they don't be surprised if the Sixers lose in six games. I'm like, what? Don't be surprised they lose in six games. What? What kind of what kind of mentality is that? To have? As the home team newspaper, what uh, the hell? God. Uh, All right. I hate it. Um, is but that- yes, yeah, so, like so, like my point there, what I was getting at is that. I think honestly, the Nets might be able to pull this. It's off. a bad matchup for Boston. Uh, it's a bad matchup yeah. for Boston. Being the two seed, having to play the Nets. I mean, dude, like the Nets on paper are not a seven seed. That's all no, they're not. They were like, they were super team building. They were LeBron in that shit earlier in the year. Okay, so here's my question to you: um, Who's the best player on the floor in this series between Celtics and Nets? How's KD's health been? It it doesn't matter. It's still KD, dude. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I'm thinking it's, KD probably. It's it's Kevin Durant. He's gonna be the best player on the floor, and there are going to be times, and especially just full games and like stretches of games where Kevin Durant is just unstoppable because he is one of the best scorers we've ever seen. Oh, like I just feel like Kevin Durant's gonna take over the game at You're times. You're saying like it's Golden, Golden State form? KD is back. I, yeah, I. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. That's all I'm saying is I wouldn't be surprised. There's nobody that the Celtics can put on Kevin Durant to stop Kevin Durant from being Kevin Durant mm-hmm. in these playoffs. Like it's just that's the that's the thing for Brooklyn. that. That'll like, be if knew... it's a close game. If they can keep it close. KD will pull it out in the end. Is what you're saying? Listen, listen. So. Now, let me dive into this now. So, I actually have something to say about the Nets. And I, I hate having to say it, but I'm going to say it. The Nets made the right call, not just trading away James Harden, but looking at what they get back for James Harden. The Nets knew how this was going to play out, and they knew that they were going to be ready for the playoffs, and they knew that they were going to be able to make the playoffs and possibly knock out a top-seeded team in the first round and make a run. Yeah. So – the reason why I'm saying that, but why would you want Ben Simmons just to warm your bench? L- listen, listen, listen. This I'm getting to it. Listen. Okay. So, for the Nets, the problem with the Nets was they had too much star power. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Uh, too much. I'm too much. Through, definitely, definitely too much. Yeah. So you got Kyrie, you got KD, and they had James Harden. 
These guys, just like the Lakers with AD, LeBron, and Westbrook, you have no idea what to who do. you're going to want to shoot the ball when you get down the stretch in a close game and, and you're like, okay, who's going to make our clutch shots for us? Yeah. James Harden is not as good at doing that as Kevin Durant. So taking Harden out of the picture allows yeah, Har- Harden. Kevin Durant to be more yeah. Kevin Durant and actually take over the game because stars like Steph Curry and Klay Thompson when he was in Golden State will let him do that. But in Brooklyn, James Harden had trouble letting Kevin Durant do that. James Harden's the guy that wants the ball in his hands. In Philly, James Harden could be that. But now in Brooklyn, Kevin Durant can be that because Ben Simmons sure as fuck isn't going to want the ball in his hands. I can tell you that right now. So you, he doesn't even want to call off the bench. What are you talking so, about? So you replace James Harden, a guy that wants the ball in his hands, with a guy that refuses to ever touch the ball. And if he does, he gives it to somebody else. He never wants to take a shot. Even if he's right under the basket, ready for a layup, he will pass it to somebody instead of putting up two points, even though he could easily dunk it. You talking about I Simmons just, or Kyrie? I'm talking about Simmons. Simmons, I'm talking yeah. about, so well, what does Kyrie play into that, though? So, I think Kyrie is a good complimentary star because he got used to it playing with LeBron. So, Kevin Durant takes over that personality of LeBron being the superstar, and, and Kyrie is the complimentary oh, piece. Oh, Kyrie was the one that had. went from the Cavaliers to Boston, and then they had a yep. falling out, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, this so might be the Kyrie's revenge game. Revenge, this too. might be That's the revenge game. At. That's what I was getting at, too. I was literally like, bro. Like, that was going to be my last point was that Kyrie Irving had a shitty-ass time in Boston, and he's, like, getting revenge against his old team who just played their asses off all year and were one of the best teams in the NBA in the regular season, and then the Nets get to knock him out in the first round. So, like, dude, I, all I'm saying is that's all we're going to say about that series, at least on my end. You can go next, but I'm I mean, the Nets. You I'm covered it. Yeah, I forgot about Kyrie coming from Boston, dude. <laughs> So does Simmons play or no? I I honestly wouldn't be surprised if you see Simmons, but it's not going to be a, to the extent that it's not going to be a full play, full full game. Yeah, yeah. and it's not going to be that much of a big impact for them because he's not that good. <laughs> like he's a good defensive player, right. and they might need him to match up on like Jason Tatum or or something right. like that. But like I just don't think it's going to be that much of a difference maker. Think Jim and Sweet. Full sweep or close? Oh, no, I'm not saying sweep. I'm saying the Celtics at least get one or two. Um, I'm going to go Nets and six. Nets and six? Yeah. All right. What's your pick and why? <laughs> Boston and seven. I think Kyrie Revenge is going to oh! get them early. They might even go down three zip over, over the Celtics in the first three games. And then they'll start get the endorphins to start wearing off. KD might start getting a hamstring issue. I, I just I don't see the Brooklyn's health. I say Brooklyn's health. Something tells me Brooklyn's health is going to screw them on this one. Uh-huh. Something tells I me. I mean, hey, 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 stick to it, bro. Stick to your guns if you think. I, I think it'll probably be Milwaukee Celtics in the <gasps> next. Oh, <laughs> wait, Milwaukee Celtics, uh, two and three. Okay. Well, yeah, if yeah, according to the bracket, the way the bracket's set up, that's how it would still go. Yeah, that's yeah. how it would go. Yeah, yeah cuz whoever won between the Chicago's Chicago's like what, 8 and 13 since the All-Star break. They were hot early and have, have been horrible since All-Star break. That's I mean very true, so let's get into that series yeah. next. So I pick the Nets and you pick the Celtics. Now we're going to Bucks Bulls. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. Um so, fuck with the horns or fuck with the antlers? 
<laughs> I can't believe they made a fucking horror movie called The Handlers. Jesus Christ. Hey, can I can I make a, a huge point for this one? What's that? Do you is? know what the record between the Bucks and the Bulls was this season, the regular season? Oh, I think it was like five zip. Four zip. Four yep. zip. Milwaukee won yeah. all four times. Yeah. And uh, the Bulls, the Bulls, two and twenty-one record against the league's top four seeds in both conferences. Yep. I'm saying Bucks so weep. I'm saying get out the broom. I'll give I'll I'll give the Bucks a gentleman sweep. I think they'll let their guard down a little bit, and the Bulls will like pull one out of it. But okay, yeah. I mean I can see it in five, but I honestly am saying Bucks sweep. Like, do we have to look even farther into this? I mean, I think the Bucks have a clear advantage here. I mean, they're they're the only team that ranked in the top eight in both three point percentage. And the percentage of their shots that came from three-point range. Uh-huh. So they're top eight in both of those. Um, and only the Dallas Mavericks took a greater percentage of their shots from outside the paint than Milwaukee. Do you think Giannis gets MVP again? I wouldn't put it past them, but I think Joel Embiid might have something to say about that. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> because the Bucks and Sixers games from the regular season were so good. They all came right down to the wire. I think they split it two to one. I think the Bucks won two in the six because they were one one. And then the last time they played each other, um, the Bucks won with a like a block at the very end. Of, of the game on um, yeah, Giannis made a clutch block it would have been the blo- uh, a shot that would have tied the game mm. and in the final minute he made this clutch block and it was like everybody was talking about it for the next three days Oof. like Giannis has to take, that's the thing, it's Giannis versus MB. Yeah, it's whoever takes over the game and they both take over the game at different strides of the game and then it's like, dude like those are the two best teams in the East in my opinion I don't care what anybody else says it's it's the Bucks and and the the Sixers are the two best teams in the East. That's just my opinion. It, 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 oh, we'll get to Miami because that's someone's. All right, all right, yeah. yeah, we'll get there. But yeah. right now we're talking about the Bucks. I was just trying to put out some stats. Oh yeah, um, yeah it's good shit. It's good shit. But uh, do you have any 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 comments? Because I'm gonna have more here. Uh nah. I already stated since the All Star break, they've choked. Fucking and I. Also uh, received the information you gave for Zip earlier. I was like, I was pretty sure it was a sweep. I couldn't remember how many games, but yeah. Yeah, you were right on, yeah. Um, Only if Giannis chokes or if they rest them too much. That's the only way they blow this series. Uh, Yeah, cakewalk. But hope um, it, it, it might be a cakewalk. And then they walk into the next series and get punched in the mouth and don't respond that's, well. That's what I could see. Yeah. That's honestly what I could see with Milwaukee. Yeah. It could actually play to their disadvantage, them going through them this quickly and having such an easy matchup. Mm-hmm. And 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 on the contrary to me saying that the Bucks about their three-point shooting, um, the Bulls were the anti-Bucks. So they only took 33.2% of their shots, the lowest in the league, and allowed their opponents um, to take only uh, – 36.5% of their shots um, from three-point range, which is the second lowest uh, opponent rate in the league as well. So the Bucks like to shoot threes and like to allow threes, and the Bulls don't like to shoot threes and don't like to allow threes, but I don't think you're stopping the Bucks from shooting threes. No. I mean, no. Drew, Drew Holiday is going to put it up. Um, they just, they're just they kind of away, uh, uh, a curry away from being a dynasty like Golden State was, right? 
Yeah, because there were times in Drew Holiday's career that you thought he could be that superstar point guard, but I just don't see it. Yeah. Um, Chris Middleton's a good, like, third or fourth piece. Like, he kind of reminds me of, like, a Draymond. Like, he can yeah. do everything, but not anything extremely well. And yeah. he'll have those games where he stands out more than anybody. Um, so, yeah, I would say that if they're, like, a really pure shooter away. Um, I, I don't know if I can make a prediction as to who they could go after as far as that goes. <laughs> no, but... no, my look, Young. <laughs> I mean, they'll fucking trade Young out of Atlanta. That'd be interesting, I'd say. I mean, I don't think he's as good at shooting threes as say, you know, the Curry. Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, he's still got decent shooting game, and he's small. He's got the same build where he could, you know, back up and get that good three away. But I don't. Think oh he has my! Can 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 I throw something else out there? What's that is? I sorry, I just found another fact. So. The Bucks obviously won all four games they played against the Bulls this season. Yes. Do you want to know what the point scoring discrepancy oh was? Oh my god. Uh, 231 to 153. Average of all, 19. All four games? Points oh average. Game. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. They put they destroyed them. They didn't just beat them all four times. They dismantled them Jesus. by 20 points a game. <laughs> no wonder that game's on TNT. That 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 actually is uh, the this points per game discrepancy was in the restricted area or at the free throw line, so like hmm. close range and free throw, but still that's a lot. Like, and then considering the Bucks shoot the three so much better as well, I yeah, mean, like, dude. Oh, we didn't cover. I think the Bulls are got the worst draw they could have ever gotten, considering how bad they played in the second half too. Oh Jesus Christ! April what? has not been kind to the Bulls on injury. Oh, but yeah, let's talk about this. Uh, yeah. A. Crisaro, Caruso, Caruso, yeah. M. Thomas, uh, Z. Lavine, Zach Levine, Zach Levine, and wait, White. Zach Levine's hurt knee, and then one more C. White. All four of oh, those Kobe. were hurt on April 11th and 12th. All questionable. That's Kobe White, I'm pretty sure. Um, and then Zach Levine is their, yeah, their I would say, second best player. L Ball. And Lonzo, yep. Out for season E. DeMar DeRozan's been their best player, but Zach Levine's their second best player. And That's then, just a honestly, lot to take. Yeah, that's a, yeah that's I didn't a know. They, so they're going to be playing without Caruso, Ball, and um, uh, Levine. That's what so they it's said. basically yeah. DeMar DeRozan versus the team that won it all last year. Yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. Uh, where's uh... I mean, I mean, DeRozan was top five in the MVP like talk before Ooh. the Bulls went downhill very fast. I mean, yeah. Um, it, it, he he was doing great, you know, against Milwaukee. You know, averaging over thirty points per game. Oh shit! My, uh, you see the Utah game percent from the floor. Yeah, exactly what I expected. Yeah. Yeah, um, let's keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Bucks injuries are weird. You got like a hip, abdo- abdo- abdominal, shoulder, and illness. Hip, abdav- uh, ab- uh, hip and abdo- abdom- Why can't I words? Abdominal. Uh, uh, the ad- abdominal. Uh, ones that might be a problem. Those are th- those are hard to get to go away for a game. Shoulder. Eh, eh. Depends on if it's your shooting shoulder, but that's Allen with the hip, Hill with the abdominal, uh, Portis with the shoulder, and Ibaka, Abaka. Oh, Serge Abaka. Serge Abaka, with the just <laughs> I guess he's got uh, the cold flu or something illness is all it says. 
Those are all April 11th also. I'm very worried about the hip and abdominal. Huh. That's worrisome. I don't know if those are really key players, but... Who were they again other than Serge Ibaka? Because he kind of comes off the bench, I think. Allen and, and Hill. Grayson Allen's a good player. He's not a starter. Yeah, that's the hip. Oh, and okay. then I think it's uh that's the veteran Hill too. He's yeah, G a, Hill. Guard. Yeah, Port- yeah. Portis with the shoulder. Eh. Bobby Portis. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's a former Bull too. Yeah. So Chicago had a good season, but they're down and out. They're on the mat. They they had a good start to the season. Clarify. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think they have no chance. I don't even think they can win a game. Like even if the Bucks rested Giannis, I think they would win. That's how bad. I Damn. Like that. I I actually think this is the most lopsided series out of the entire playoffs. Um, more so than the Suns Pelicans. That's just my opinion. Mm. Um, and I think more more bold predictions. Hold on, I'm just going off on the Bulls right now. I think the Bulls are the worst team in the Eastern Conference that made the playoffs. Oh my god! I think that the Hawks as an eight seed and the Nets as a seven seed are better than the Bulls. And I think any of those top seed teams would have beat the Bulls in the first round. So mm. I'm just going off on the Chicago Bulls right now. I'm sorry, MJ. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I think he's he's more loyal to the uh, the Hornets now, though. Anyways, yeah, he he, uh, <laughs> he he's always been a Carolina guy. He played for NC, and then he went and you know, uh, it's nice to see. Uh, well, they got put out by the Hawks, but it's nice to see them actually make the playoffs and like have some hope. Mm-hmm. Actually, starting to turn it around because well, I believe his mo when he once he owned the team was like he'd always look for the next him, and they would always be a bust. I I see that. I see that very. Distinctly, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, if they could turn it around, I mean, who do they have as their head coach? Uh, who? I don't know. Who are we talking about? Uh, Carolina, yeah. Well, the Charlotte Hornets? Yeah. I, I don't know the name of their head coach, but I do know that they were a decent team and almost made it in the playoffs. Um, there was a time when they were in a playoff spot, so I don't know. Yeah, they were, they were in playing games. Right. Well, let's see. All right. They could have just as easy been the sixth seed. I mean, the things would have pay, played out a little bit differently. Yeah. You know, they were a team that was capable. Um, they had some good shooters like Devontae Graham, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, like Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier. I, I really like the the Hornets. I honestly thought they would do a little bit better to get to the playoffs. I think that. I mean, M- MJ just needs to build a solid basketball team, not try to find another MJ. You know, the next him, or try to replicate Golden State. They just need to go off basic fundamentals. You're in the East. You you don't have to go too big. You know, yeah, the East is pretty weak. There's a couple big teams, and then it's pretty weak. Well, I mean, you <laughs> saw what happened when they tried to build a super team in Brooklyn. It was just too much. <laughs> yeah, it's just too much. You can win with a great one, or like when you know, like when uh, well, I'll, I'll get to that when we get to the Heat because someone was talking some trash. And I'm like, ah. let's go, let's go Heat now. Heat now, not no Sixers Raptors. We'll we'll save it for last because that's my boys. Okay, okay. So someone was saying that they're not that the Heat are, are overrated. They're not a top echelon. They're a media. They're a good media. You know, mediocre team. I'm like, but it's the East, and it doesn't matter to you. Like when Toronto won it, they were the same thing. One star with KY. Milwaukee last year, all they had was Giannis. Like all because. You feel like they're a mediocre, a good mediocre team. Doesn't mean they can't win it. Doesn't mean that they're not the best in the East. Going to make it to the finals and might be. See, 
Dude, I'm disagreeing with everything that's coming really? out of my mouth right now. Yeah, I think the Heat are really good. Oh, yeah, I know. And that's what I'm like, ah, I wasn't agree. Someone was talking that, and I was yeah, like. someone said that they're not as good as they I, I think they are. I think they passed the eye test. I've watched the Heat enough this year. Yeah. Um, Dude, you're talking about a team that, okay, they're not a one-star team, though. Let me get that straight. Okay. They're definitely okay. not a one-star team. I mean, you're talking about um, – But it was basically someone being... sleeping on them, and I'm like, no, dude. No, they weren't saying Atlanta was going to – they are like, oh, no, they're going to smoke Atlanta, especially with uh, Kalimpo, uh, Kalipa, Kalipa out. Capella. Capella. Clint Capella. Yeah, Capella. Um, so the thing is, there are more than just that injury. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The Hawks as well. Yeah, you I got... mean, the Hawks are, are beat up pretty bad right now, to be completely honest yeah. with you. Yeah, you got Williams, Capella, Brown, and Collins. Yeah, John, I mean, Collins is the most alarming to yeah. me. Capella would be the second most alarming. I really liked Collins last year when they went on that playoff run. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a guy that you need in there if you're mm-hmm. going to make a run. So, like, missing Collins is, is massive for um for the Hawks. Um. I think that the Hawks, like, before I actually get into why, I do think that the Hawks can take one game from them. I think the Hawks can get at least one win in this series. Um, I do th- I do like the Heat. I like the Heat in five um, over the Hawks. I mean, the Hawks score more points per game and have more rebounds per game. But that's with the pieces, not so much what they have out there tomorrow. Right. That's with the team, their full arsenal of players. I'm like, it's not just going to be Jimmy Butler versus Trey Young. That would be a good matchup. That would be great to watch. But So, for the Heat, the reason I say they're not a one-star team, their center, Bam Adebayo, is arguably one of the better centers in the league. Yeah, he's like Jimmy Butler, a block, yeah. Jimmy Butler is Jimmy Butler. Okay, oh, God, but Capella was doing 1.3 average block. Oh. You're talking about. <laughs> oh, I'm just. I'm it hurts. At, uh, oh, I get to, to lose that. Plus the fact that Trey has like a 9.7 assist per game. Yeah. Well, Who's he going to assist now? It's just him out there. Yeah. So aside from that, Trey Young needing to carry the team. The the Raptors or oh, the God. I almost said Raptors because I was about to say Kyle Lowry. He's on the Heat. So Kyle Lowry and uh, Victor Oladipo as well as yeah as, Oladipo, as pretty good guards. Yeah, and then they have Tyler Harrow, who's a candidate for uh, for Sixth Man of the Year. Dude, that would have been um, such a good game if Capella was playing, dude. Because Capella and uh, I'll, I'll, how'd you say that dude's name? Oladipo. Uh, Oladipo. Oladipo. They are like almost mirror images as far as their blocks and rebounds. But Oladipo's a guard. And Capella's a center. <laughs> Still, crazy. though, the watch that they did probably would put the big bodies with the big body. But yeah, Lowry like, out there with the assist, and Butler's there with the scoring. But Trey's got the assist and the scoring, so that's a disadvantage for Atlanta to have one player with all the assist scoring, and then Kalipa, uh, Kalipa, uh, Capella, Capella with all the blocks and the fucking rebounds. <sighs> So, so Atlanta had to beat Charlotte and Cleveland in the play-in tournament to even get to the playoffs. I'd say that's a success in itself for Atlanta to even make it to in. To beat Cleveland just, like that? Yeah. Yeah, I just don't think that they're I, I, equipped right now with Yeah, like last, last year was pretty easy. Well, I mean, the Sixers, when we beat y'all, that was that shouldn't have happened. So, the, yes, Net, the I, Brooklyn, the, the uh, New York uh, Knicks, that was, okay, yes, the Knicks, you know, whatever, you know. Yeah, that yeah. that was expect. That was like beating Charlotte. I mean, uh, right. beat um Cleveland this year. But this this is this is a lot worse than 
Sixers Hawks last year. Yeah, this is a lot worse. And I would say even if the Hawks had their full arsenal of players, they would struggle to beat the Heat. I just feel like the Heat are so because they got they got a good system. Like, they believe in their system. They always try. You know, yeah, they don't allow too much freestyle. It's pretty scripted. It's pretty you know. I think the Hawks take one game. I think just Trey Young is going to go off and get them at least one win. Yeah. I think it'll be, like, probably most likely. Aren't the Hawks a better team at home? Yeah. It'll probably be one of the home games. It'll be three or four. That they're yeah. I mean, unless unless Capella's only out for, like, two games. Well, that's the thing is, what are the extent of Collins and Capella's injuries? Hey, he's questionable with a knee. Okay, so Bogdanovich and Hunter are still decent-ass players oh, that can uh... get some points for y'all. But I just – dude, the Heat are so deep, though. Like, you're talking about Tyler Harrow. He's literally going to win sixth man of the year. This guy comes off the bench for this team. Like, they, their bench is better than you guys' starting lineup. <laughs> mm, <laughs> like, mm. With your injuries. With your injuries. Um, so, actually, I did find it here. Um, Capella's right knee. Okay. So what happened was, like you said, somebody crashed into his knee, hyperextending it. Ooh. And apparently, as of right now, the Hawks still don't have an MRI result to update his status. Oh, so he could or could not be available. I no, no way he plays game one tomorrow. No. Maybe game two. Wait, how many? It's, uh, it's in it's in Miami for yeah. what? Two games or three games? It's in. It would be two games in Miami, then two yeah. games in Atlanta. Probably he'd probably be back the first game in Atlanta if it's just like a sprain, extension, or you know, bruise. So, so also, John Collins has been out since March with a foot and a finger injury. You know that, right? Yeah. So that's like not looking good either. So yeah. they've been playing without him for a while. And still been beating ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Oh, here's a here. So, so um, the Heat allowed just twelve point five points per game, uh, from pick and roll ball handlers this season, mm-hmm. and that was the second lowest in the league. Oh, they do a lot of things. Yeah. So, like, that's gonna be a problem for Trey Young, who led the league in uh, pick-and-roll ball handler points per game Yeah, each of the last two years. So, like, it's a bad matchup for Trey, even. Now that I know that stat, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Heat sweep this. That's sweet. Honestly. I, I, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm saying the Heat are sweeping. Heat I, sweep. Atlanta doesn't get a Chicago win. and Atlanta, one and done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's ballsy, though, right? You like that bold prediction? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what what are the gambling odds on that? <laughs> I mean, let's, let me go look right after yeah. we do the podcast. <laughs> after we do um, the podcast. <laughs> so, oh, he won't bet while while podcasting. No, I will not <laughs> bet while podcasting. <laughs> Grandpa's listening. Um. So, um, the Heat led the NBA in three point percentage too. Ooh. Yeah, I just wanted to put that out there, too. Um, so, yeah, it's just not, like, and the more I read, it's not looking good for the Hawks. Like, it's just... oh, we always underdog. We about to, we about to rise up. <laughs> oh, shit. Come on. Come on now. UGA, 
uh, Braves, it's the Hawks time. <laughs> okay, so here's the here's one more stat for you, and then I'm done with this unless you have more to say about your boys. Nah. Um, <laughs> the last number one seed in the East to reach the finals was Cleveland in 2017, and Atlanta la- knocked off last year's number one Philly. So the Hawks may have that going for them, but not much else in this clash. <laughs> My, nah, Miami, the, the, the storyline is Miami has too many shooters, a versatile defender, stop, defensive stopper, and Bam out of bio, and just loftier ambitions this spring. Um, so Yeah, because Trey, Trey's a little bit like Harden about like you get the calls and people play less physical in the regular season. That's when you really like yeah. pop. Even though they, Trey didn't really have like too great of a regular season, he's he's been kind of clutching out, popping more in the postseason, as, as you know, like these last two games, like mm-hmm. you know, came behind from Cleveland, like you said, he like he carried him to the win. Um, yeah. let, do you want me to pull up that stat line so I don't sound stupid from saying what I said? Uh, sure, go ahead and pull up the stat line from the playing okay, games. You, yeah, yeah, you keep talking a while and I'll. Pull um, up. so he might be like Harden because because of his size in general. Uh, he may be shifty enough where he could avoid it, but I doubt it because, you know, playoffs, they get more physical. 38 points. Yeah, th- almost a 40-pointer. How did I remember it was 38? But then nine assists. I don't know why I said 13. Nine assists, three rebounds. I saw the one. What was it in the Charlotte game? Uh, In the Charlotte game, Trey Young. Um, Sorry, I'm pulling it up. Yeah, so the refs let him get away with playing more physical on defense, and that's why Harden always shrinks in. When well, Capella went 15 and 17 in that game. I mean, that's clutch. 15 and 17? Jesus. Yeah, Capella did some things for them. Um, where's where's Trey Young's stats? Dude, I can't find it. Can you find it? I don't know where Trey Young's numbers are. Uh, Young had 11 assists, though, it does say. Yeah. Either way, either way. Trey Young basically had to carry them, right? So. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. John Collins, after that game, they were saying that he has stepped up workouts but still wasn't able to play. So, I mean, it is possible that maybe mid-series, this series, that John Collins could finally come back for Atlanta. That would be huge. But I just still don't think that even with their firepower, I think they're getting swept, dude. That's just my opinion. Um, Do you have anything else to say about your team before we move on to the Sixers? Uh, Yeah, come on. Uh, State of champions. Uh. Uh, the college football champions, MLB champions, soon to be NBA champions. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Orange Free Hug game, April 13, 2022. Uh, Young was 24 points. Oh, uh, come on. No, give me the full box score. There you go. That's still solid, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you said Capella was what, 16 and 14? 14 mm-hmm. and 16? Mm hmm. Fifteen or seventeen or whatever, six, four, seven, six, whatever it was. Yeah. Sorry, right. I got distracted by the game. That's why I'm a little off. Right yeah, now. I was watching I it a little Donovan bit while you Mitchell were put up there. nineteen points in the third quarter. Donovan Mitchell, like oh nineteen points in the third quarter, and that, and now they're winning by eight. Like that just shows. Like I love Mitchell, dude. Don- His rookie year, I was like, I like that dude. Yeah, we both like like Donovan. I just but hate. Like, I hate how he's like on a Midwest fucking low budget team yeah. and he won't get any help. It'll just be the Donovan Mitchell show every year. Just about. Well, he, he, he has a little bit of help. The jazz aren't that bad. He doesn't have as much help as Trey young. 
did before the injuries. Uh, I mean, Trey's in the same boat, but I think Trey's getting a little bit more help. Uh, honestly, I think Donovan Mitchell is a better supporting cast. Really? Than than yeah, Atlanta. I would say Utah is a better, better uh, supporting cast than Atlanta. Ah. I like Gobert better than I like Capella. Um, really? You know, I like, yeah, I mean, they got... Jordan Clarkson and Mike Conley and Bogdan Vodanovich. Like, I don't know, dude. Like, uh, huh. Y'all both have a Bogdanovich. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. All right, so on to your highlight for tonight. Yeah. And then we'll take a break after this and then do the West. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a longer episode. Apologize, guys. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of content. It's a lot of content. I mean, at least we're not doing like I've seen people do already and go like, their full predictions all the way to the finals. I'm like, how can you do that in one? Yeah, yeah. Like we'll I'm go. Like, they will go as the series is finished. Of course, as, like, as the one I saw was like, of course, the Heat Suns were made the finals. I'm like, why? Why even do it then? If you know, you know, it's whatever. At least we're adding in some fact that fucking uh, Nets Celtics fucking matchup being sketchy. Yeah, and the other sketch. So we got two sketchy matchups, is what you're saying. The most sketchiest is Celtics net and uh, Brooklyn, right? So because I pick the Nets and you pick the Celtics, but as far as the, uh, you still pick the Heat, right, over the Hawks, or you actually have confidence in the Hawks? Oh no, I'll take the Heat. What I say? What I say when I first woke up and checked the score this morning at fucking three o'clock in the morning and messaged you at fucking three o'clock in the morning was, oh fuck, we gotta play the Heat. <laughs> you didn't realize. You I knew it. Game. I was just, I, yeah. you know, I was like, well, you know, Cleveland was a good team. I wasn't, you know, it was a chance we lost. And well, like, we were losing apparently, and then we came from behind. So yeah, it was a big comeback win. Yeah. yeah so that's why I was like. Fuck, it's just realization. You know how it is. You're like, oh yeah, oh you one game at a time. You know, one game at a time. Now it's like, oh fuck. Now we gotta play the fucking Steelers. You know. Yeah, I get you know. you. Now so, I gotta face T.J. Watt and fuck, <laughs> kind of. So I picked the Nets and you picked the Celtics, but then did you pick the Bucks also? Did you say sweep? Yeah, did everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so we're on the same page about the Bucks Bulls. It's a blowout. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. As far as the Heat Hawks, I said sweep, but then did you say it was gonna be? A closer series or what? Seven games, baby. <laughs> All right. uh, seven games and Malcolm Butler tears his Achilles in the seventh. I don't know. Fuck. Malcolm, you mean Jimmy? Yeah, Butler. Jimmy. Jimmy. Shout out. No, Malcolm they Butler. signed Malcolm Butler from the fucking NFL to come in and play one six. <laughs> they needed that one touch interception to win the game. <laughs> Rebound machine. Malcolm uh, Butler, the NBA no rebound steel machine. No, steel machine, bro. He'd be a steel machine. Be out there just Yeah, he probably balls, could. Brother, yeah, he's probably a little too short to be a rebound machine, but he could probably yeah. steal. He, yeah. I bet you I bet you, Malcolm Butler got some badass dribble moves, too. <laughs> I bet you oh he out God. there looking like Mookie back in the day. Oh, my God. I bet you. Muggsy Bones? Muggsy, yeah. Uh, looking Bones. like fucking Muggsy out there, bro. <laughs> badass dribbling. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, so this is a close <laughs> matchup. Both teams average 109 points. 
for the for the Raptors Sixers. Yeah, dude, this is a long series. There's no other way to put. Like, yeah, this, this is, is going to be a seventh game. Yeah, last yeah. last two minutes of this game seven is going to determine who wins this. Yeah, just like the Sixers Raptors before. Remember when Kawhi just put a dagger in a heart? Mm-hmm. Remember that? I hate remembering that. I hate that I can't forget that, but uh, it happened. At least, you, at least you don't have a twenty-eight to three to fucking keep in the back I don't of your know, mind dude. i think we would have won it all that year with jimmy butler we would have won it all dude we would have won it all yeah y'all y'all had what Embiid, simmons and uh butler butler yeah oh, i, I we were even more stacked than that but yeah it was insane dude like that was the year i really thought we were gonna make it all the way and that just put a dagger and then the fucking the, the the one star wonder fucking toronto raptors fucking yep with number two they don't even have Kawhi anymore. Yeah, I know. Kawhi, we have a different freaking conversation. Oh, yeah. That would be fucking matchup of the week. Yeah. So, y'all look really, really uh, evenly matched somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit, except Embiid's going to get most of the scoring. Mm-hmm. So, here's, here's, a, here's a fun fact for you. With Harden and Embiid both on the floor in the regular season, the Sixers outscored their opponents by 16 points per uh, 100 possessions. Dude, Embiid leads your team in points, blocks, and rebounds. That's yeah. not good. It flows through Embiid. And, yeah, the assist to Harden. Yeah, yeah. the assist to Harden, yeah. Well, M- Embiid's the MVP of the entire league. Like, it's the same yeah. thing as if you're looking at the Bucks with Giannis. So, if you're going to not pull a red flag on the Bucks right now and say that they could sweep, then don't pull a red flag on the Sixers. Oh, let me, let me it's not check. the end of the world if you're going through one guy anymore. It's, you don't need to have a super team to win an NBA championship anymore. Yeah, so. balance. Like Thanos says, all things must be balanced. <laughs> Yeah, Gian- Giannis has the all three also with uh, Holiday as the assist, but y'all got Harden as the assist. And that's how Harden's going to, like, finally get a ring, is if he, like you said, his problem was in Brooklyn. He wanted the ball too much. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have to get, like, fucking 20 assists a game to be a true team player. Oh no! The Sixers went seven and six with Harden in uniform against teams that reached the playoffs or the play-in. Only but seven y'all were just six. y'all were, y'all were just on getting your chemistry together. Y'all, y'all are back. Y'all, y'all y'all are good now. Well, that included eight for twenty-four shooting in the two losses the Sixers had to Toronto with Harden. So he only went eight for twenty-four shooting. That's thirty-three percent. That's really bad. It's clutch time. He's homed in. Yeah, I think I he's, think he's over on the sideline smelling those uh, smelling salts. He's, he's good to go. Yeah, man. Oh, but dude, the Raptors least... went thirty-four and seventeen since December thirty-first. Oh God. Yeah. Oh god. Including two wins over the Sixers. I don't know. I feel like the Raptors are basically what the New York Knicks were last year. Dude, seven and two against the top four teams in the East. Like the Raptors. You could argue seven and two. Seven and two against the top four teams in the East. Brah, nah. They're 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 the they're the twenty twenty one Brooklyn Knicks. It's Van Vliet and Siakam versus Embiid and Harden. I will take Siakam ain't got shit on Embiid. What? Siakam ain't got shit on MB, dude. No, he don't. And that's what the problem is. Like, the Raptors can't have, they don't, have, like you said, say what you said so I don't take credit for it. What? Shambi can't get shit on, uh, on Embiid. 
Well, you just said that the Raptors don't have anybody that can guard Embiid, is what you said. Oh yeah, six nine. That's the that's the tallest player. The Raptors. Right, have. that's the stat. Yeah, keep, say it. Yeah, and how tall is Embiid? Seven, He's seven foot two. I think. Yeah, seven two. Who's gonna guard him? Seven six nine. Who's gonna guard Embiid? Is he seven two? Can you look that up so I don't feel stupid? He might only be like seven foot. Can I just click? I can't click on like his uh, profile picture. Pull up his Cinder account. <laughs> I wonder I wonder you know how like the most cliche thing is is guys that are like five eight put on their Tinder account they're six two or some shit like that. I wonder if NBA players do that. If they're really like six eight, they put it as like seven two or some shit. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Uh-huh. He's seven foot even. Yeah, so that's why I said he might only be seven foot. That's why I said but that. Him how long is his? Because uh, I'm wearing his jersey. I've been wearing it since yesterday for good luck. I still have my MB jersey on right now while we're recording the podcast. Nice. I refuse to take it off because go Sixers. But anyway. Seven foot, 10 inch wingspan. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Uh... Wait, dude. Wait, what are you talking about? So... On average, the Raptor the Raptors aren't small. Seven of their nine rotation players are six seven or taller. Six seven ain't shit for Embiid. Yeah, yeah. None of those guys are taller than six nine or uh, within forty five pounds of seven foot, two hundred eighty pound Embiid. That's what you were just saying. So what now? So none, like you said, none of the Raptors are taller than six nine or mm-hmm. within forty five pounds of Embiid, who's seven foot tall, two hundred eighty pounds. Yeah, and I doubt they have the wingspan he does. I highly doubt it. Wow, like, dude, the stat lines do not favor the Sixers. I will tell you that right now. I don't even want to read any of this out loud, bro. <laughs> Oh, God. Parent organization, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's that's the owners of the Raptors is Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. Oh, boy. Um, that's a hockey team, the Toronto Maple Leafs. They might be owned by the same people. I don't yeah, know. I think they are. Yeah. But they were only founded in 1995. Jesus. Oh, here we go. The Sixers recorded assists on 70% of their field goals, the highest rate versus any Eastern Conference opponent. So you really think they're going to put all four of their 6'9 players out there? I don't know. They still can't cover Embiid. Yeah, exactly. They don't. No they only have one guy that's 6'9". I'm just saying they're all 6'7 or bigger. Which one is it? Chris Bocher? Yata? Boucher. Huh? Is it? Boucher? Is it Boucher? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not looking at the Raptors. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at the storyline. Oh, they're showing like four guys, but uh, I don't know what year. Yeah, I don't know if it has all of them in this right year. Uh, let's see here. Oh, here we go. So Embiid recorded a positive plus minus when the Sixers outscored, and the Sixers outscored Toronto uh, as, as, by fifteen. Listen, listen, listen. Embiid recorded a positive plus minus, and the Sixers outscored Toronto by fifteen points in his seventy-five total minutes, and Philly was outscored by well like 20 something in six in Embiid's 21 minutes on the bench against this team. So the Sixers basically need Embiid on the floor or else they they can't keep up. Which we knew that already. I I think y'all will be fine. Y'all oh, oh, y'all are going to pull like a gentleman sweep. I don't think Okay, so 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 what, what what's your fi- what's your prediction for the series cuz I have one final last thing to say and then my prediction. Sixers and 6. Sixers and 6? Six? Yeah. Okay. 
And I'm saying Sixers and six as well. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only thing that wants me to say seven is that they can really only win their home games because they're playing without players whenever they're playing in Canada because of the vaccination issue. Yeah. How many y'all have? It's at least Matisse Tadoul, who's a starter and one of our better defensive players, but I don't know for sure if they've confirmed anybody else. He's the one that gets put on that list whenever we play in Toronto. So I don't know if there's anybody else, but even just Tybule is 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 a hurt for us. Mm. Y'all but, will be um, fine. I'm not worried. You're I'm not, not worried? worried. I'm not worried. Okay. After looking looking at a lot of these stats, I'm like, I ain't worried. Nah, like the 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 OG, the, the main stats kind of make y'all look really even and matched up. Like points per game, rebounds per yeah, game, and assists. But it's deceiving because when yeah. Embiid's out there, we're a better team. And yeah, that's I mean, just how it is. They don't have an Embiid. They have nobody that can cover Embiid. I so mean, honestly, I, I probably would rest Harden a bit and throw in somebody who could play better defense than Harden for a lot listen, of the listen, game. Listen, listen, listen. So that's what the, that's what that article just said that they were probably going to do. They're going to play Barnes on Harden. Mm-hmm. But either way, no matter what the Raptors do, I just feel like if Joel Embiid is Joel Embiid, which he'll always be Joel Embiid. The only reason I'm a little bit skeptical is because of what happened last year and the year before and the year before and the year before. <laughs> Every year, what happens to us in the playoffs. Yeah. But it's like, this has to be our year, dude. Like, getting James Harden, if this isn't our year, I don't know what is. The only year I felt For peanuts. Y'all got it. James Harden for fucking peanuts. For a player who was literally a bench warmer. Well, we did have to give them Seth Curry, who I miss, but yeah, Harden but... takes all that playing time, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, Har- we, it, I think Harden... Harden turned Tyrese Maxey into a star. You know what I mean? Like yep. Tyrese Maxey this is, is a this. star like... now. He's the third man in that. All right, big so game. Harden's obviously better at assisting than Curry, right? Absolutely. All right, he's a better playmaker, but Curry still he's a better, better shooter, shooter too, right? I would say Curry's, Curry's a better shooter. Really? Yeah, I would say. Personally. Oh, now, who has the better I really, hairline? Curry can shoot, dude. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, Yeah, so, but all right. Listen, all right. listen, listen. Listen, so so looking at how the Sixers starting five would go, obviously Maxie is their star. He's, he's their point guard. They got James Harden as well at guard. And then you're talking about, um, at center, obviously the best center in the game, Joel Embiid. And then at forward, you would normally have Tobias Harris and then Ty Buell. But the problem is when we play in Canada, we at least are missing Ty Buell. And I don't, like I said, I'm not 100% sure if there's anybody else confirmed not vaccinated. But for sure, we're missing our starting power forward. So either way, I mean, that's a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, he, yeah. I'm pretty sure he leads our team in steals. And I think he's, like, right behind Embiid in blocks. So, like, he's one of our better defenders. So, like, missing him is going to suck. But, like, that's no different than Atlanta playing the last whatever month or two without John Collins. Like, that's the equivalent. So, I would say I'm not – the only reason I'm concerned is because of the tendency the Sixers have to choke in the playoffs and the the tendency that Doc Rivers' teams have to choke in the playoffs. So, even if we come out to a lead somehow and win the first two in Philly or whatever. This is your first year with Doc, right? No. <laughs> last year, you all had him last year, right? Yeah, I thought we had him longer than that, but I don't know. No, because he was with the Lakers when LeBron was there. Dude, I'm pretty sure Doc Rivers is And then the LeBron rookies. basically fired him. Doc Rivers. Here, I'll tell you in a second. I'm Googling him. I think it was 20, 2021 when he came, I think. 
I thought it was 2020. No, y'all didn't have him in the bubble, I don't think. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, he started the Sixers in 2020. I was right. Later, on October early. October 3rd, 2020. Yeah, October? October 3rd, okay, 20. so just before the 2020 season. Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. I remember being happy for you and celebrating it. Yeah, we did. We did celebrate it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this is um, Doc Rivers. Third? Yeah, I guess. No, it, well, yeah, it would have been. He's got two full seasons under him. Now. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, the first year with Doc, we year. finished first in the in the yeah in the Atlantic. Yeah, that's that's the year. That was Toronto. when we got knocked out by y'all last year. Last year, yeah. And, and then, then this year remains to be seen. Twenty twenty was no, it was nineteen was the uh when KY got you right. Twenty twenty was the bubble. Who knocked y'all out in the bubble? Um, I know we got knocked out by Boston at some point. Oh yeah, typical. Uh, we got knocked out by Boston. I know we got knocked out by by y'all. And then the year that Jimmy Butler was on our team, we got knocked out by the Toronto Raptors. Um, aside from that, I'm blanking. But that's just because it's I'm all. It's good. probably Celtics. If Celltics don't knock you knock you out, if somebody besides the Celtics knocks y'all out, you remember it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> the that's rivalry true. there is so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, oh. Okay. Right. So we're saying that Embiid's minutes get extended and the Sixers pull it off, right? I would extend Embiid's and shorten Harden's because the worst news, though, if y'all do win this series, y'all got to play the Heat. I f- kind of like that matchup a little bit better, maybe. I mean, like, I would, I would, I would put rest hardened to uh add a bio would have to, like, I don't know but he said Miami's really good at stopping the pick and roll right so you don't really want Harden in the Miami game that much right because he's the assist guy dude I don't fucking know I'm not Doc Rivers I don't know what kind of strategy we're gonna run I would probably I'd probably put somebody who could play a little bit better defense in for this one just to keep the points low for us yeah we don't have anybody <laughs> Like, what do you mean, bro? Off the bench for guards, we got Shake Milton, and we got Danny Green, who's like a seasoned veteran that can shoot. And aside from that, we have Firkin Korkmaz, uh, who's a shooter off the bench as well. Um, I think he might actually be listed as a forward. Um, let me pull up the Sixers roster to prove to you that we don't have anybody that's going to play lockdown defense on freaking. Really? Yeah. We well, just then don't. you just got to, like, that that unvaxxed player, you call him in the office, grab a fucking baseball bat, point it in his face, and say, you are going to get 30 points at every home game in this series or I'm breaking your fucking knuckles. Okay, here it is. Yep, Corkman's, I, I said, Milton. Tybule is, is a big loss. Um, We got, yep, uh, Danny Green. Yep, like I said, um, none of these guys really play. Uh, Paul Millsap, I don't think he really plays, though. Uh, Niang kind of plays, I guess, a little bit. Um, and then we also have uh, DeAndre Jordan, uh, a center. Uh, that's He comes in for Embiid sometimes, and Embiid needs a little bit of a breather. Yeah. Uh, I would like to see DeAndre get some minutes in this game. Yeah, I mean, have fill in body. for Harden a little bit and then a little bit for Embiid. Put a fucking center in Harden's spot. That'd be fucking crazy. Dang, dude. 
Yeah, um, I mean, we could go big. I mean, the Raptors usually run a small lineup. So yeah, that's what I'm too. saying, bro. They're not – they're a pretty small team. Like, y'all could, y'all could outsize them for, like, a good – but you really need to save that strap probably for when you get to Toronto, right? Who, who's the unvax player, the one you can't play with in Toronto? Ty Buell. What's he play? Uh, he's a forward. Oh, so, yeah. You go big, heavy defense and let him be get, – get, keep it a, a low-scoring, close game in Toronto. But in Philly, you get that forward back, then you go fucking high scoring. He doesn't. He's more of a defensive player. Oh, he's a defensive forward. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's like I said, he's he leads our team in steals, and he's well, like, fuck that then. Long. Then fucking <laughs> run, run two centers in him in Philly. Fucking keep it low scoring, <laughs> and then Embiid clutch it out for a close game at the end, and then in Toronto <laughs> just go for fucking like try to put up 120 points in Toronto. <laughs> Dude, you oh my god. Uh um I mean so, easy. Y'all got this. Okay, so yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's y'all slogan? Trust the process. Yep, trust the process. MV the process, bro. Um, so yeah. Um, so if the Sixers can take care of the ball um and keep Toronto off the offensive glass to a certain degree, then the Raptors are gonna have a tough time scoring. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I try to be very defensive, close games, low scoring in Philly, and just mm-hmm. try to light up the fucking scoreboard in Toronto. If your and, best defensive player can't cross the border, yeah. And either way, though, the Toronto Raptors are going to have a tough time keeping Harden and Embiid off the free throw line. I mean, oh, yeah. Well, mm, playoff calls. Mm, that depends on the They refs, still but... find a way to get their fouls. Oh, yeah. And beat especially. Harden, Harden tries to get the fucking – Yeah. But doesn't get it a lot. But I like, can see and... that happening a couple times a game where he just, like, flops. He, like, look, he looks at the ref just... like, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Embiid's just, too fucking big. Like you can't, you can't fucking ignore two hundred, two hundred. How many people? How many? Two hundred eighty pounds. Two hundred eighty pounds just fucking bouncing around. Like you can't ignore that. Harden's like <laughs> what? One seventy? One eighty? What? What is Harden? Uh. Since since you know he magically lost that belly. Um, in like a three days span. <laughs> that was the greatest troll ever. I can't find his fucking weight anywhere. Uh, you have to Google it. Uh, 200, 220 pounds. Okay. Oh, he's a big boy. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, that pretty much wraps up our Eastern Conference. So we're both going Philly. Kevin Durant's 240. That's the same as, uh, uh, all right, so we're going. We're going Sixers. We're both going Sixers against uh, the Raptors, and uh, now we're going to take an intermission break, and we'll be back with the Western Conference. Whoop whoop! How long this episode is taking, <laughs> but uh, we still have to hit the Western Conference here. Yeah, so, but we care less about the West. <laughs> but we, yeah, we care a little bit less about the West because we both said that the Suns were going to be the team coming out of the West, really. So yeah, I mean, New Orleans is going to put up a fight, but. If they, hey, I was saying well, a few weeks ago when we were looking at it before it was finalized, I was like, if New Orleans makes it and uh, Zion comes back, they could win it all. But he's not coming back, so they're they'll be out. Good, good for them for winning the playing games though, getting that eight seat. Kudos, kudos, good season. But do you see what's happening in the Utah Dallas game? Bro? Yeah, <laughs> oh my yeah. God, Dallas is really rallying. Good. Dallas is rallying. Uh, I see but- it. So Suns Pels, um, and five Suns and five. I'm 
No, no, sweep, bro. It's full sweep? Full sweep, bro. I'm going Suns in four. Full sweep. <laughs> I, I'm four. going all these sweeps. I'm going bold. Go bold or go home. <laughs> He's going to be looking at the Vegas odds when he gets home. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if I pick sweep on all these, one of them has to be, right? If I just yeah. bet on all of them. I mean, the easiest one is Milwaukee-Chicago. I think this will be – I don't think this is as much of a blowout as Milwaukee-Chicago. That's the biggest blowout I see. Like you so, said, that's the easiest one in the in the entire playoffs was that series, yeah. Yeah, no, I said – well, yeah, yeah, I guess it is. You said, you said the entire yeah. thing. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to stand by that. All right, so Dallas-Utah, they're finishing up first game right now. Um, it's down to the wire, and you said Dallas is short who? Dallas is short Luca. Luca, yeah. And I thought it was somebody else too, but dude, no, we're still talking about the Suns Pels. Oh, um, okay. So I was, I was actually trying to find some info here. So the Suns have gone a uh, full week without playing an NBA game, so that's twelve days for Paul Booker, Aiton, Payne, and Crowder all of whom sat in the Sun season finality versus Sacramento to uh, heal minor injuries and rest. And the Pelicans are playing a game 48 hours after playing two long play-in games. So it's basically rest versus rust. So this will be a true test of, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, what is, we're is talking about. Is it better about... for a team to rest for two weeks or to just go right back into the next two games? So I think it's better for the team that just played. I think they're more in rhythm, but I don't think it's going to matter in this sense because I think the Suns are that much better um, than the Pelicans. So, yeah. I mean, I think they're going to make a big run. I, I, I feel like the Suns are the definitely, I mean, not just being the one seed, but just the way that they their, their uh, team is set up. I just think they're the best team in the West by far, you know? Even if Golden State starts clicking, I know they've only had like what uh, eleven minutes together. The big three, they have. Uh, There's some crazy number. Do you want to do that game next so we can try to figure that out? Uh, yeah. By then, the Dallas Utah game will be over, so we'll have a feel. Okay, so we'll do Dallas Utah last. So Suns Pelicans. I said sweep. You said Suns and five. Suns and five. Yeah. And player to watch for me is obviously. I think there's probably that first game New Orleans wins because, like you said, they're resting. Yeah, and that's, so that's that the first game like they're, they're not going to have all their mojo play. together. Yeah, they're not going to have it's all their be mojo. It's going to be like the first game of the season all over again. Yeah, exactly. They're going to have to take some time to figure it out, and if it's too late, if the Pelicans can, you know what I mean? Yeah, pour it on them. It's possible, but like that's that's just. I think Devin Booker's the player to watch. I think Devin Booker's the X factor for the Suns. I I, I feel like as long as he plays like Devin Booker. Chris Paul's going to be Chris Paul. Aiton's going to be Aiton. I just think that the Suns are superior, you know? Yeah. Like, not too many teams can get scoring from depth players, the kind of depth players they have, like, you know. Um, uh, it's crazy, man. But, um, yeah, so Warriors-Nuggets. What, what are you thinking so far about the series? And yeah, yeah, you said Curry, Thompson, and, and Green have only played a combine 11 minutes together. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing, because they're finally all healthy. Um, well, Curry's not. They not said fully. Curry's goal is to play game one, but we don't even know for sure if he's playing game one. Oh, is he'll, he? Uh, he'll play. He'll play limited. You think he's playing tonight? Is he on the injury report? Can we look uh, at the injury report? Prob. 
foot. Probable? Probable oh, status God. foot. Yeah. Wiggins, um, prob. Uh, well, Porter Jr., questionable. Probable is worse than questionable. How is probable worse than questionable? Look it up. <laughs> probable is worse, bro. Probable. I'm telling you. Probably going to play versus playing. questionable. No, probably not playing. Nah. That's why it's in red. It's not in red. <laughs> probably Curry well. has been sidelined due to a spring ligament in his foot, but it's likely that he will worse. dress for game one in the Western Conference first round versus the Nuggets. So probable to play, probable not to play. It's the same thing, right? No. <laughs> Why is it red if it's a good thing? It's not red for Questionable me. Questionable means they don't know. Doubtful means they doubt he's playing. Probable means he's probably not playing. Right? What? No, probably <laughs> good to go. Probably good. Why? Yeah. Oh my god. Probable to play. They're asking, will he play? Probably. Will he play? Probably. <laughs> will he play? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> That's a joke. It's looking good at this time. Come on, bro. Don't, don't try me. <laughs> trying to hate on that. Say Steph's not playing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I. Uh, I oh, the Nuggets. I really, I really don't know what to think about the Nuggets this year, to be honest. What do you think about the Nuggets? I think they need Jamal Murray. That's the issue. Is Jamal Murray still having a knee injury? Or uh, out like for that? season, yeah. Same Jamal with uh, Porter Jr., out for season. Dude, they're fucked then. I mean, that alone tells me hell no. No, no way. Dude, <laughs> like, the Warriors win without Steph Oh, Curry. shit. A. Gordon's got a hamstring. Who the hell is this eligible Monday suspension? Campazzo? Campazzo. Oh, I think he's a depth player. Yeah. And then I mean, Morris their whole team a... is Nikola Jokic anyway. Yeah. Jokic is literally their team. Like, he's more important to them than Embiid is to the Sixers. Really? They don't have anything without Jokic, dude. Well, he's shit. the only other guy that could win MVP other than uh, Embiid and Giannis. Hmm. Yeah, I just don't I, – I, I feel like they've been ruining Jokic's prime of his career, kind of like I felt the Sixers were uh, wasting Embiid for a little bit. Um, they, you got to surround them with a supporting cast. Dude. Well, like, while, while they keep... got the mojo going, yeah, before they start breaking down like LeBron. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I feel like Jokic just has too much on his plate, dude. Dude, no. See – this right here says there's a chance Curry will play and there's a chance he might not. So what are you talking about, bro? It says probable, bro. Really that means he's probably not playing. Oh, Jesus. No. <laughs> probable to start. Probable, yeah, meaning they don't fucking know. <laughs> it's, it's looking good. It's looking bad, but it's uh, If he does play, it'll be limited minutes. By the end of the series, maybe he'll get a full game in. But... Yeah, so, like, that's what I mean. Like, I still like the Warriors without Steph. Yeah, so. and, but honestly, it kind of seems like Golden State's defense has gone to, gone to trash since KD left. Yeah. So, maybe Jokovic could do something here. I think this might be a, our first seven game. I'm saying series. seven. I, I'm yeah. saying, yeah, I'm saying I'm saying First Warriors seven games, seven. Warriors, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Seven Warriors? All right, let's, let's stick to that then. Um... Uh, do do So Curry, Thompson, and Green could, in theory, pick up where they left off. Uh, they won three NBA titles in five years. Um, 
but the Warriors only have three other players that have played with them beyond one game. And the rest of their roster has yet to fully experience what it's like to play with all three players. Um, so Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, a lot of question marks there. Wait, so is this going to be the year that Chris Paul finally gets a fucking ring? Um, I, anything's possible. Or is this going to be, or, or are the Suns going to choke because of the Chris Paul curse? Because he always gets team. This is the right Chris Paul I'm talking about, right? I know there's like five. Yeah, no, Chris. This, Chris this is the Paul one that's is- been around from OKC to here and there and here and there. And, and the LA Clippers, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they Chris always Paul. do really good when he's on the team in the regular season, but they get put out of the playoffs. Yeah, I'm glad you remember. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. He always chokes in the playoffs. His team's choke, not yeah. him. So, <laughs> we're going <laughs> to lose money on the uh, <laughs> Phoenix and <in> five. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like, Well, I said sweep. Yeah, but, uh, yeah you said sweep, but like, I, think, like, I think Booker, Booker will, yeah. Booker, yeah, because well, they're, they're the not is, too dependent on Chris Paul. That's the thing with Chris Paul, though, dude. Is he's one of the best players ever not to win a ring. Like they mm-hmm. say that all every year. Like mm-hmm. Chris Paul is amazing, dude. But like he just yeah. doesn't have a ring. He's the Dan Marino of the NBA. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so we're looking like a seven-game series. I think we're gonna have two seven-game series here uh, in the West. You think Maybe you three. Too? I was thinking Memphis, yeah, I was Minnesota. Thinking Oh, you think Minnesota Timberwolves versus Memphis Grizzlies? I mean, that's a pretty good matchup. That's a good series. Yeah. Okay, wait, let's get to that. So, uh, before that, I wanted to say um, the Nuggets outscored their opponents by, like, eight-ish points per game uh, Mm -hmm. in 100 possessions with Jokic on the floor, but were outscored by eight-ish with him off the floor. Like, bro. It's like if he doesn't play, they they lose slightly, and if they, he does play, they win slightly, and it averages out to be like even. Uh. <laughs> Jokic, oh man, I don't know. I mean, I feel like as long as Jokic doesn't get hurt, he'll be able to win them a few games. You know? Yeah, yeah. Either way, we're he seeing plays that. so many minutes for them. With, with Curry getting healthy, getting in the rotation, as long as any of the other big. Uh, Either anybody else, as long as Golden State doesn't have any more injuries to their starters, it'll will win within seven games. I think if they show up on defense, they'll win in less less games. But oh, here is a here is something cool. Listen to this: in eighty nine minutes with Curry versus Jokic, both of them on the floor for their respective teams, uh-huh. the score between these two teams was one ninety two one ninety two. That tells you how close it actually is. If both teams have their star on the floor, that they literally, in 89 minutes, scored 192 each. Mm. That is close as you can get, dude. Mm. Like, I like that. I like. I feel confident with the. Yeah, but I think go go instead of win this without depending on Curry that much. Yeah, I think their supporting cast is better. I mean, if if the Nuggets had Don, had a Jamal Murray, I'd have a completely different opinion about this. But yeah. I just feel like they're missing too much, and Jokic is too much on his plate, dude. That's what I keep saying. Like, yeah. Um. So, yeah. So we're saying Warriors in seven. We're saying I said Suns sweep. You said Suns in five. Um. So is the Mavericks Jazz game over for us to discuss that series next? Uh, it's got like fourteen seconds. Sixteen seconds left. Yeah. Oh boy. Here we go. I mean, Utah has this in the bag, right? I mean, there's yeah, no they way. just they just shot free throw. Yeah, Utah just shot free throw. Yeah, they're they're up by uh six. Yeah, 
they're up by four with twelve seconds left. It's ninety-seven, ninety-one, ninety-three. Right? Oh fuck! What? Donovan Mitchell just got a steal, and then he got fouled. Yeah, this. Get, let's just talk about this series while this game's wrapping up. So right. the Jazz are taking game one. I'm confident I say that. And in about two minutes, we can confirm that for you. Yeah. Um, but for this series, the Mavs-Jazz, it's a really good series. But the problem is the Mavs are playing right now without Luka Doncic, and the uncertainty and around Luka Doncic is just uh, – it's, it's, You remember when uh, KD had the – because what, what is it is technically uh, calf, right? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's calf. Mm-hmm. KD had that calf injury and he tried to come back too soon and he tore his, was it his Achilles or a? Uh, or he was out of basketball for a whole year and then oh, went yeah, to Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, he tore his Achilles or something crazy. Yeah, tore his Achilles because he came back too early from the exact same thing uh, Luca's dealing with, calf injury. So oh, no, what are you predicting here? I I think they play it safe. They don't want that fucking shit to happen to Luca. Yeah, that's they need Luca. So I the think fact that, that they're keeping up and they only lost by six without Luca. But like, it's 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 in Dallas though. Yeah, they lost the game in Dallas. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. So I honestly I don't see Luca coming back this series. You don't? Yeah. Uh, they might lose this series because they don't bring Luca back. Like it doesn't look I like mean, he's yeah, limping. I mean, if they don't bring him back, they're losing for sure. Like maybe game seven. I mean, I don't know how. You know, you'd have to talk to a medical professional. I'm no, I'm no doctor. But and now this other game's tipping off now. The Grizzlies versus the yeah uh, Timberwolves. But yeah, so talking about Utah and and Dallas. Um, so yeah, without Luca, I just don't see Dallas being able to win the. I think uh, do they play tomorrow in Dallas? Uh, it would be the day after. Day after tomorrow, I see them winning game two in Dallas, but then probably losing two straight in Utah. And then when they come back to Dallas, they'll realize that they need Luca down three one, and then they'll force him back in. Maybe. And then he carries them for three wins, and then they they win the series. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> let's just say seven. Not seven. Admit- it, it, I'm saying Dallas in seven if Luca comes back before game five or at game five. And I'm saying uh, it's going to be a seven game win for uh, the the uh, for the Jazz if Luca doesn't come back. Wait, no, six. Six. I'm going to say Jazz in four. Oh my God. Really? You're saying sweep? Yeah. You're saying Luca doesn't come back in the Jazz sweep. Yeah. Even though you just said Dallas will win game two. <laughs> I was thinking a lot of then I had trusted I, I searched my feelings young Padawall. <laughs> okay. My feelings is that they had the advantage, they had the lead, and they let the Jazz come back at home. Which tells me their defense doesn't really have an answer for the Jazz and Mitchell. So the Jazz and Mavericks head into the first round drifting in opposite directions with Dallas winning twenty of twenty seven. And the Jazz dropping seven of their last eleven, blowing two twenty-plus point leads. They were just resting, getting ready for the playoffs, bro. Okay. <laughs> they knew they weren't going to be in a playing game. Come on, like three, three of the fucking four teams for the play, for the playing games were, had losing records. They were like, "We got a winning record. We're guaranteed not to be in a playing game. We good, we good. Yeah, we got this." Luka Doncic is one of the best players on the planet, though. Yeah, so if, if he comes back, play. it'll change up everything. But yeah, after what happened with KD and that Achilles coming back too early from a calf injury, 
I, 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 I think they're going to play it safe. I would. I would. I'd be like, you rest a motherfucker. I'm not dealing with you having an Achilles injury. Because KD's never been the same. Right? Yeah. Uh, hmm. He looked like vintage KD. He has those games. Okay. Okay. I think he's so, you know. You think he's, he's back to 100%? I, I mean, as much as he's going to be, yeah. I mean, coming from an injury like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's game is starting right now. I don't know what to think about the Memphis Minnesota, but um, the Dallas Utah. So, um, also apparently there's been some beef with Rudy Gobert and uh, Donovan Mitchell as well. So I don't know like if that's going to have an impact or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it doesn't. I mean, they, honestly, the Jazz, considering they were playing against a Luca list Ma- uh, Maverick team. I thought they would have won a little bit more decisively. Like that's they the came from behind, part. dude, at, 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 on a away, and now they got it. They got the win in their mouth. They they're like, all right, we yeah. got it. We good. We can do this. So you're not worried about them? Nah, as long as okay. Luca's out, I ain't too worried. Okay, all right, we'll go with that. Um, and yeah, I mean, Luka Doncic obviously is an MVP level player. I mean, everybody knows that. Uh-huh. But we're talking about a team that doesn't have him. Like you said, we don't even know if he's going to come back. So, um, I would pick the Mavs in six, but I'm I'm going to have to say Jazz or sorry Mavs in seven if for Luka coming back, and then Jazz in at least six, probably maybe even five if Luka doesn't come back. I would say maybe the Mavs only take one game from him. Yeah, uh, I think they need Doncic. They need Doncic. I mean, if you look at the numbers, there's nobody that can replace Luca. I mean, without yeah. Luca, they're just not even the same team. Ooh, ooh. I do think they're a better team than the Jazz with Luca on the floor, though. That's Who the, the hell just choked that? Um, Jackson Jr., did you see that? No, I'm trying to read. We're trying to talk, bro. Um, Screw you. I got two monitors. I don't watch what I want. I have the game on the TV. I'm just like, I'm trying to read. Um, so, uh, oh, that's exactly okay. I was going to point that out. I think. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. So the the two teams, the Jazz and the uh, the Mavs, they did split their season um, series. So that's something else to be notable. But that's depending on who's on the floor. I mean, they have Porzingis, too, but I thought he was injured, too. So I'm not sure. Um. So, yeah, very interesting series. But like we said, it's going to be a short one if Luka doesn't come back and a long one if he does. So then the last series that we have to talk about is the one that we're watching actively, uh-huh. uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, Grizzlies and the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. And what did you see in that game already? You were, you were just... um, not in that game. Well, it kind of confirmed something when I was looking at the stats earlier. Okay. I think it's going to come down. It's either going to come down to Jareen Jackson and Greg Monroe. Jaron Jackson, yeah. And Greg Monroe about the blocks. It may also come – well, the rebounds is a good – it's going to come down – it's not going to come down to the star players for this game. I think that the scores. It's not going to come down to the scores or the assists, I don't think. I think it's going to come down between the blocks and uh, rebounds. Of course, always matter a lot in basketball. But that Kareem Jackson, he just missed that, that easy layup for the Grizzlies. Hmm. So, yeah, and I was like, wait, dude, actually, that's not that dude I was talking about. I was like, Dream Jackson, Greg Monroe, that who does better as far as you know on um, defense. It's gonna be a that's gonna be a good. The Grizzlies have the best defense. Yeah, forty nine rebounds a game average for the Grizzlies. Mm. Yeah, see the the Grizzlies. 
they're a grit and grind kind of team. Yeah. Um, so they had the second best record in the NBA and they won 19 of their last 22 games mm-hmm. at FedEx Forum. So um, Memphis yep. became just one of three teams to win at least 30 home games in the season. Yeah, they're playing in Memphis right now. And two of those were in Minnesota. So they're just a really good team at home also. So it's it's hard to see them lose a game in, in their home turf the way they're Man. playing at home. <laughs> they play too good right now at home. Well, yeah, they're getting beat right now. I mean, we're talking about two minutes in the game. But the Timberwolves, I mean, the uh, Dallas, the Mavericks were just ahead. And then the Jazz came from behind. So, you know. Right. And Early a... means nothing. Early means nothing. There's four quarters. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not worried at all about the Grizzlies. But I'm, I'm, liking, I'm, liking the, uh, I'm liking the Timberwolves coming out and punching them in the mouth. Well, more stats on these two teams while we're still on commercial break. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, four-game regular season series between these teams was 2-2. Oh, this is a seven-game series right here, buddy. Oh, I'm like, I knew it. As soon as I saw that matchup, oh, the Timberwolves got in that slot. I was like, that's the matchup I want to watch. That's the one. Here's more stats. D'Angelo Russell averaged 31 points to lead Minnesota, and John Morant averaging over 20 points per game. Uh, Morant missed 25 games in 2021-2022, but he participated in all four matchups against the Timberwolves, and all but one of these games was decided by eight points or fewer. But the teams haven't played since February 24th, and Russell and Towns combined for 59 points in that victory. So, yeah, Carl Anthony Towns is amazing. Um, so don't be oh, Carl, oh yeah, yeah. So don't be fooled by Minnesota's seventh seed. Uh, the Timberwolves are just as good as the Grizzlies as far as the talent works. Mm-hmm. But the Grizzlies, I feel like, are were, were the Timberwolves hurt early in the season and just now get healthy or something? Because they look like way too good of a fucking team to be the seed they are. That's the weird thing is, like, the seven seeds are really good this year. Like, the Timberwolves and the Nets. Like, yeah. how are these teams seven seeds? It's basketball. I mean, there's just they so many play, games. They playing games to even make it in. That's basketball with how many games they have, I think. Kind of like baseball, you know? They have an 82-game series a season. That's, that's, that's a lot of fucking games, dude. A lot can happen. There's a lot of psychology and just, you know. Yeah. You And you play every other day. Like, okay, my knee was bothering me that week, but now it's good, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you, like that's why ba- ba- baseball players, like, demand so much money because they're playing game after game every day, every, every day. Not every other, like, basketball where you're running a lot more, but still. Like, so – there's as a as, lot that goes into it NBA season. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And and just even jumping and landing wrong on mm-hmm. a like can mess up your leg or something. Or your like ankle. You, you know, you gotta yeah. walk, you know, but or you knee, play with yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. Well, here, Tur- here's well, they don't have turf toe really. Here, here's one of the, the storylines. So how is Memphis gonna defend Call Anthony Towns? Because Cat is just like he's unbelievable, right? Like mm-hmm. he's a guy that can he could do everything as as a center. I mean, he's he's one of those like I'm pretty sure he's like the first overall pick in the draft back then. Like he's just like you could see him working his way to the basket live right now in the game. Like this dude just he's a force, you know. Like I just don't. I, don't I think, think he's gonna, gonna score. He's gonna score. You have to limit his rebounds. Yeah. Car Anthony Towns, yeah. 
Well, here's the thing. Because you can outscore uh, him with Jay Morat. Jay Morat scores more and has more John assists. John Morant. Yeah. yeah. He, he, gets, he scores more on average and has more assists. So I think if you just, you know, Towns is going to score. But if you limit his rebounds, that's a possession away. Yeah. And you got a defensive player of the year candidate in Jaron Jackson Jr. too. Yeah. Uh, for the Grizzlies. So, but he I couldn't mean... make that easy layup. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's another reason I'm saying it's going to come down to Jaron Jackson. Stopping Towns rebounds, probably. Yeah, yeah. So you, 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 I, I had the first part. Jaron Jackson versus Carl Towns on the. Yeah, I had the first board. part of that set out like that's going to be one of the key plays of the key players of the series, and you put the second part in there. But how do you stop him? I'm like, well, you can't stop his scoring, but stop his rebounds. Yeah. Okay. Um, and obviously, there's a lot of talent in this series. I mean, you're talking about John Morant. You're talking about Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns. There's a lot of different. Bane, Jaron Jackson. You got Brooks, D'Angelo Russell. I mean, yeah. I'm liking this. I'm liking how these teams are built, Loki. Yeah, I both of these teams could make a really deep run. I mean, they're life. not. They don't have like a one superstar, but they're built off like a lot of really. There's good like players. four. There's like, yeah. Three three star players and two four star players per team, I think. You okay. agree? No, but yeah. <laughs> no, what are you saying? Like four four star each? I mean, I think Carl Anthony Towns is at least a four star player. Yeah. I think John Morant, same thing for for the Grizzlies. Yeah. Um, I really like Anthony Edwards uh for the Wolves. I I really like Carl uh D'Angelo Russell's, at, I would say, at least a four-star player. Yeah, that's what I was saying about two fours and a couple threes. I mean, Bane, Jackson, these guys are – I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, man. Is it a five four-star player roster? What, what are you saying I here? would say, okay, I'm giving Carl Anthony Towns five stars Ooh. For, the, for the Wolves. And I'm giving uh, John Morant five stars. For now, the, five stars is the same level as Embiid. You know that, right? Yeah. Okay, I, okay. No, Embiid's sixth. Ah, uh, no, nope. <laughs> no. Embiid, that's what I'm saying. The highest rating is five-star. LeBron's okay, so probably about Embiid, a three right now. Embiid, Giannis, and Jokic are the only five-star players then, if that's the case. Well, the Butler, you put Butler as a four-star? Four and a half? Four and a half. Four I and a half? Four, four and a half. that's the comparison, that he's so not KD, that level. Hard, you said Harden's a Harden? – Oh, KD, sorry. Kevin Durant's five-star. Yeah. So, Butler's about four and a half. KD's five. Her Harden's what, four and a half or four? Four and a half. Four and a half? Yeah. Yeah. Towns gets four and a half. Morant gets four and a half. What about Luca? Luca five or four Luka, and a half? Luca's a five star player. Five yeah, star. Luka okay. Can be up okay. Too. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you say so it's There's about like what I said. Five say. guys that are five stars and that's it. Like I would even give Steph Curry four and a half. What about Trey Young? Four and a half? I would give him four and a half. Yeah. Some I've seen him play at a three and a half star sometimes though. So yeah, I mean, there's just it's just loaded with talent. That's that's the yeah. Like, this I'm, is I'm a series that's fun to watch. Yeah, I, was, I got really excited about this series the moment I saw it match. I was like, "This is good shit." Yeah, this is a really good series. Ooh, um, look at that physicality on that block. And is that, that Jackson. And the, and the the thing with the Grizzlies. Yeah, that was too, Jackson. The th- that that's what you said. Jackson's yeah. gonna have to step up. Well, the Grizzlies averaged fifty-seven point six points in the paint, which is four point three more than any other team this season, Oof. and the third most in the last twenty-six seasons. That points in the paint has been tracked. So the Grizzlies are such a good team in the paint. 
Honestly, bro, Giannis should not have fucking signed with Milwaukee. He should have went to there. If they're that good in the <laughs> paint. A firehouse right there. Dude. dude, if they're that good in the paint, then you add Giannis onto it. Oh, oh my, my God. Because that's what he does. Exactly. Oh, my God. Wow. That and John been... Morant, third in the league in drives per game and led the league in points in the paint. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's only been topped by Shaquille O'Neal and Giannis and Zion. Wow. So you said Zion's he's going to be a free agent? I don't know what's going on with Zion. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is there. But um, another stat is that Steven Adams led the league in offensive rebounding possession. Offensive rebounding percentage. Yeah, Steven Adams. Steven. Yeah, I see him yeah, up there. He's a good center, dude. Yeah, that's why I was looking. I was looking at the the rebounds, and he's. I was like, this, mm, that's just good defense, though. If you can combine Jackson and uh, Adams to really click in this series, then yeah, that's the only that's the only way you slow down Towns. Dude, the Timberwolves ranked twenty eighth in transition points allowed per game and defensive rebounding percentage. That's not good. Yeah, their defense is a little lacking, is what you're saying. Like, like, like the fact that they're not good at rebounding means that. Well, I uh, mean, the Towns are is their leading up. scorer and leading rebounder. Yeah, Towns is their only real, real good rebound guy. Yeah. I think. I mean, that's a problem, though. Yeah. Stephen Adams is the best offensive rebounder in the league, apparently. Yep. That's not good, dude. That's a. Well, I, I mean, say, I would say the matchup to watch instead of Jackson it's versus literally Towns, point, Adams versus Towns. It's point two difference between Towns and Adams rebounding. Yeah, that's the matchup right there. Those two guys, not not the Jackson. As far well, rebounds rebounds are just the biggest one of the biggest parts of basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Like re- rebounds are like if you have Baker Mayfield at quarterback for both teams, just throwing picks all day. See, the thing is, so remember how I said the season series was split 2-2 for these teams? Yeah. The home team won every game. And the Grizzlies have the home court advantage here. Yeah, they do. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I, I like the Grizzlies here. Did you like the Timberwolves or did you like the Grizzlies? Uh, this one's. So fucking close to call. Are you saying seven games? Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying seven. I I could see it going six, possibly, but I I I'm gonna say better chance that it goes seven games. Uh. Yeah, I'll go Grizzlies in seven. I'll say home team wins every game. Honestly, I, I I'm not worried about the Grizzlies right now. I mean, they're the the Timberwolves look really good right now, but I'm not worried yet. Yeah, I'm not worried. Yet. Well, they're, they're the offense. They're, they're, like you said, they're the weaker defense team, so they're going to come out scoring yeah. a lot early. You know, I just feel like the home team's going to win every game, and if they don't, then it's gonna they're each going to win one road game because, like, I just think they're just going to keep jabbing each other in the throat. You know what I mean? Like, well, you got to think keep... also. Uh, it's like 70s, mid 70s down here. Mm-hmm. Which is where they're playing now, so that's a relief for the Minnesota team. But when they go to Minnesota from Tennessee, the Tennessee team is going to be like, "What the hell? It's April. Why is it like thirty-two degrees? What the hell?" But in the it's an inside temperature-controlled environment, though. Yeah, but still, it's going to be drier. You have a lot more ashiness and things like that. Okay. It's very it's very stormy and humid down here today. 
Whoa, did you see that slam? Yeah. Did you see that slam? Yeah. Well, what's number that one bitching about? What's dunk. number one bitching about? Did you see him? Yeah. Oh! He just posterized him, dude. Oh, oh my, my God. God. The Timberwolves are coming out hungry. Like, honestly. like I don't like it. I like it. Wild, Since you dude. went Grizzlies, I'll go Timber. In seven? Yeah. All right. All right. See if I if I was Memphis's owner, I'd be like, we're all the way in Tennessee. Why are we in the West? Put us in the East, and they fucking get to the finals easy. Oh man, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. If you put the fucking the Grizzlies in the East, they don't make it to the finals over the Heat. Okay, so you're saying because of their difference in playoff matchups, not not regular season, because they were the second best team in the regular season. I think. Grizzlies definitely could beat the Heat easy. Anybody wow. in the East. Anybody in the East in the playoffs. <laughs> wow. But then, but what about the Timberwolves? Then you're saying the Timberwolves are that good that they're going to beat the Grizzlies right now? Yeah, mental. Dang, dude. This is wild. We made some bold-ass predictions, man. Now, it, no, I didn't say the Grizzlies could beat the Suns easily. I did right. not say that. Right. If, if it gets that far, that's going to be a – that should be a good game too. Yeah, Grizzly Suns. Dude, this matchup. is gonna be a crazy playoffs. Like, I just feel like there's the fact that we were just able to talk about it for like over an hour and a half is yeah. just a testament to how much is going. Well, on it's right finally now. it's finally back to real playoffs. No more bubble bullshit. That championship yeah. deserves an asterisk. That's yeah. not real. Last year, you still had limitations depending by state. Yeah. Which might now, be the reason home why field Atlanta... advantage actually is real again. So. Yeah, I mean, that might be the reason why Atlanta went so deep because they were one of the most lax and uh, you know, they allowed fans in like early as shit down here. Yeah. So versus like you know y'all weren't Philly definitely wasn't allowing fans last year still. Yeah, Philly was pretty uptight about it. Yeah, or New York, Brooklyn, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's what they beat was Philly. The Nets, yeah, all, all the teams that don't that were not allowing fans last year, and then as soon as they got to the Milwaukee, which is a pretty much a red state, you know, they lost. Yeah. So. I mean, that's a good point, dude. I, I, yeah. I can't hide. I can't hate. I do think this is the first real season that doesn't deserve an asterisk. So. I well, last year didn't deserve an asterisk. They played all eighty some odd games, and you know, did true playoff brackets. This year they got play-in games, which made it a little bit, you know, no real surprises. I mean, we yeah, expected the Clippers the play, to go. The whole play-in tournament was just weird. Like, whenever. It's weird that it's one game. Well, no, I mean, when they first did it, like, when we are talking about the one that did deserve an asterisk, like, that year when they all played in the same arena and just, like, yeah. you know, crazy bubble, you know? Yeah, bubble shit. Insane, though. Like, it was so entertaining, but, like. <laughs> it's because there was nothing to watch or do. Yeah, they just like were like, oh, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, that's when like, come on now, like the entire public clamored to Tiger King and WandaVision. WandaVision yeah. is good, but yeah, like that we were so happy just to get Tiger King and WandaVision and the bubble. Like, twenty twenty was a trip, bro. I kind of miss yeah. it. Yeah. No, I don't miss it. I miss uh-huh. it. Close everything back down. <laughs> oh, 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 Make everyone stay indoors again. Uh, <laughs> Six feet away, bitch. Stay away from me. <laughs> Leave me alone. It's interesting, though. I mean, 
Not uh, just for it turned the sports world upside down for a while, but yeah, yeah, that was the craziest thing was watching football where you could hear everything on the field. Craziest yeah, fucking was, thing. Uh, that was nuts. I hope we never have to do that again. I on my end, I just hope that, that like it's just something about having fans at the games and I don't know, man. Baseball and you know you you know, you'll only get ripped you know cheer when something happens. It's not like football where rallying the defense, trying to disrupt the quarterbacks here, and you're getting loud. Uh, NBA can kind of be like yeah, you, know, you get the rumble. Yeah. All right, bro. I All right, think, I think that wraps it, it up. Yeah, uh, I was just gonna say like we're a really long episode here, but we yeah. got to wrap this boy up. If I, did you you didn't write any of our uh, predictions down, did you? Uh no. <laughs> I didn't go that far. Um, see, uh... I, <laughs> I still have other. Uh, well, we can always reference back. I mean, but I still have. Yeah, other... a whole two hours just to reference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Uh, yeah, you're right. We should probably. Show. But well, let's let's let me just summarize it one more time here at the end because I I have that kind of memory that I remember everything. All right. So the first series that we recapped was the Celtics and the Nets. Right. Uh, you went Brooklyn. I went Celtics. Probably seven game. I think we said. I think we both said six. Six. Did we say seven? Yeah. Either way, we said okay. Either long series or short series. So we said long series. Long series. I picked, I picked the Nets. You picked the the Celtics. And then we both said Bucks. Short sweep. Yeah. Yeah. Sweep straight up. And then we both said um, Sixers. I said Sixers. We both said Sixers, sixers and Six. Series. Yeah, we both we said, said Sixers, sixers and Six. Long series. Yeah. You said uh, Miami and four. I said Miami and six. Yeah, and then yeah. So I said Miami sweep, and you said Miami long, long series. But yeah, Falcons. longer on the longer side. And then for the West, um, the first one that we did was the Suns. We both said Suns in a. Uh, you said four. Series. I said five. Yeah. I said sweep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, what was the next one? Only well, because um, of that first game, they got to get back into rhythm for the Suns because they've been resting so long. We both said Golden State long series against the Nuggets. Yeah, because of injuries. Yeah, because injuries. Yep, we said seven, and then uh, for uh, Utah versus Dallas, it depends on. Luka, we both said long. We both said long, but then you switched it to sweep. <laughs> you said yeah, I did, I did, I did, I did. Yeah, I said uh, Utah sweep. Yeah. So I, you said Utah sweep. I said Utah um, long, long series yeah. unless Luca comes back. Then it's yeah. All that, that one, that one has an asterisk by it because yeah, it really does. Yeah. And then this series right here, the last one, the Timberwolves versus the Grizzlies. Oh, I just... said Grizzlies seven. You said Timberwolves seven. Yeah. Long. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, any final uh, closing comments before we wrap this boy up? Uh, no, I think that concludes it for NBA. It's going to be a good thing. I wish I could have watched more regular season, but yeah. And uh, I'll I definitely will... be able to watch the finals because finals sponsored by YouTube TV. That's what I got. <laughs> and uh... then I'll, I'll definitely have to probably record tomorrow to keep, get back up to date on baseball. MLB, yeah. NFL's and... just rumor. What you, uh, Gilmore, well, let's not get into it because I'm actually going to – Well, it's two things. It's literally Gilmore went to the Colts and yeah. rumors about Kyler Murray, you know. Right. You know, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And and I'm going to actually mark this episode as an NBA episode so that oh, yeah. people don't like basketball then yeah. they don't have to listen to us ramble. No. Um, I mean, there's some other rumors about wide receivers, but that's different. Yeah. yeah. Oh, everyone's looking for a wide receiver and willing to trade something, so we'll see who gets traded where. AJ Green, DK, doesn't matter. All right. All right.
Well, uh, it's been fun. It's That's been, been fun. Yeah. And uh, we'll see how these playoffs pan out. And obviously, we'll uh, probably have another episode. Probably, I, I don't know. We might do one like mid series to see like where we're at, and then one at the end of the first round too. Yeah, but uh, we'll just have to see in like a week where it is. Because unless we just see a game that we have to talk about. Yeah, unless there's just a crazy game that we both watch, and we just gotta. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if I have to say anything about the Sixers game later. If I have to record an episode after the Sixers game later, then I have to. But <laughs> I'll be I'll be able to be with you. I'll, uh, I'll, after we get off this, I'll go gr- drink a cup of coffee and get that in me before I start the uh, alcohol. Alrighty. Well, All right. uh, we'll see you guys next time on the Double Move. Choo-choo!